listening to Around Comics. Comics episode 412. I'm Brian Salazar. With me as always is Christopher Neesman and Tom Caters. Welcome to another amazing episode of Around Comics. Yeah. What's happening? Marta just came in the room and said, did Sal just show you his junk? Hey, well, you know. <laughs> and maybe next kind week. Of horror, honey. Maybe next week. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Exclusive. Patreon exclusive. <laughs> my OnlyFans. Get me on my yeah, OnlyFans. Yeah, Around Comics <laughs> OnlyFans. I'm starting a new thing. It's called Only Fan. It's not there's yeah. there's no pluralization. One fan. One person. <laughs> I was saying Just before we started, I, I have a giant movie star type head. And, you know, back in, in Hollywood days, I think it's still the same. I mean, you could look at a guy like John Hamm. <coughs> he has an enormous head, and that's part of why he's a famous actor. I just don't have the face for it. I have the head mm. size. I just need a little reconstructive surgery and maybe I'd you know, get that maybe, star head. Yeah, that star, that starro, that yeah, yeah. big, <laughs> that uh, Modoc head. Yeah, all head, all head. Hi guys, I'm pretty. What's up, Christopher? How's everyone doing? It's fine, fine. When are, are we? Are we letting people uh, behind the the curtain let them know that this is actually Wednesday? Well, we are live, so it is. Yeah, well, it's are Wednesday. We live? Okay, we are live. So yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not tape delayed. No, it, I just went live. Screw it. It was, right. you know, just sure. get it Go over. Go live. It. Let's do it live. Just do, <laughs> yeah. do it live. Oh. O'Reilly. Do it live. It's, it's like O'Reilly reference, right? Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, I, I've been trying. So I've been trying out um, Twitter spaces, trying mm. to figure out like, a, well, the reason is, Chris, we talked about doing uh, Cable Super Sounds where we would like watch the movie oh, together do, and yeah, do, do like a, a watch party. Oh, yeah, and so I, I think Twitter Spaces might be the way to go because we can all do it on our phones as we watch, and then we can invite people to listen to us, but they can't talk, which is perfect. We don't. That is perfect. We don't want them. They can listen. They just can't. And comment. They can't. So yeah. they can. A yeah. Web, yeah. It's a Web 1.0 experience. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just me yeah. broadcasting to you. What's what's speaking of K Billy Super Sounds. And the uh, the show that we're loving now, which we'll talk about on ACTV uh, this weekend, uh, Winning Time. Uh, I see a Winning Time. I, I see a really uh, interesting parallel between Jerry West and Rick Dalton. Okay, just sure, kinda, I can see that. Just yeah. kind of like you know, well, ne never happy, just slightly, you know, at the top of going over the hill. I think, I think the parallel between them both, is, no, is undiagnosed bipolar disorder. Yes. Is, is both of them. I yes. think, and, and Tarantino mentions that in the book, like mm -hmm. Rick was undiagnosed bipolar. And, and I think Jerry West, at least as depicted in yeah. Winning Time, 
may have yeah, been the same. If, I don't know if in real life Jerry West was quite that bipolar. Yeah, but he I, I, in the show. I read a read a, a couple interesting articles about that this week. About you know, is this really what Jerry West was like? And uh, it sounds like yeah, that's kind of what he was like. I I love I love I, I at some point we'll get off of it, but I love the the first episode where it's like. It, you know they're on the golf course and Jerry West is just fucking bitching at everybody breaking his golf clubs and he's like Jerry West gentleman of the sport to everyone that didn't know him <laughs> <laughs> the show is so good and we will talk about it on ACTV this week which uh if you are a Patreon member you can check out that and all sorts of extra content just go to patreon.com forward slash around comics but this here is around comics and we talk about comics so Sometimes. uh tom why don't you lead us off what you've been reading man oh uh you know i just i just like reading i really like reading books meant for kids <laughs> <laughs> uh so no i read uh stranded that nothing wrong with new that green arrow mm -hmm. the young adults you know like series like the the krypton one that we had read previously you so know, it's, it's, it's a, a YAGA or yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. I mean, it's like a graphic novel, like you know, like a uh, little bound version of it, and uh, it was, it was, it was pretty rad. I was like, <laughs> oh, this should just be Green Arrow. I don't know why we're messing around <laughs> with like, I. It, it's Adult funny, Green all, Arrow. Yeah, I, it's funny because you know, in the regular superhero universe, there was like, how do you like? relaunch green arrow which is like the new status quo for green arrow and like this you know ya version it's just like uh you know kind of shows how you could like if you just kind of like strip away like the comic book like all the accumulated comic book stuff like you could tell a pretty good green arrow story uh it's written by brendan deenan and illustrated by bell hasala um and it sort of it it shows green arrow is like oliver queen 13 years old you know in a uh traveling on a private plane with his father and like his father's business partner and his father's business partner's son they're on like they went on a safari to africa and like they're on their way back and Did they hunt elephants well, it's sort of like, it, what's interesting is in like the story, it's kind of like, a lot of it centers around, right? So plane crashes, Oliver's got to like help his dad survive and help the other two people survive as well. Like a lot of it is about like, uh, the, and what I think is very strong about this book is like by recentering it in like stuff that I think kids um, can identify with, it actually recenters it in stuff that like people identify with as opposed to sure. you know like getting back to those very basic things of like oliver queen you know his dad takes him on this safari but oliver doesn't like the idea of like killing things like so when it comes time to like shoot something like the kid of his business partner is like a pretty ruthless sort of kid who has no problem like uh shooting an antelope with an arrow but you know ollie isn't into it and he doesn't want to do it and like that he feels like he's disappointed his dad or that he feels like he's weak and then suddenly they're put in a situation where they crash and ollie's the one who's got to like find food and find water and all this stuff and it comes a point where ollie does have to you like shoot an animal to Survive. like save somebody yeah and like the 
the way that they did this in this book was really great because it's like you can identify with like that kid you know like ollie's like this kid who's growing up and he's like having obviously a moment where he's kind of deciding like i'm not comfortable doing this thing like this doesn't make me feel right you know and then immediately being put into a situation where he kind of has to like not he has to compromise what he thinks is right and wrong for like a greater good right and like um they do a really good job just like the art's awesome in it as well of storytelling and telling the action and like making ollie a kid right you know a 13 year old and like making it feel real but also like kind of subverting a lot of like comic book tropes right so like what would a standard comic book do the standard comic book would make that other kid like his arch enemy on the island which is like kind of where you think it is but they actually become friends and like um they kind of like learn from each other and like kind of become a little you know like meet in the middle a little bit of their natures right and so it's like whereas i'm like oh okay they're gonna make this other kid like his villain it's gonna be merlin it's gonna be it's gonna be something and maybe at some point it does become that but like they kind of subverted it and made it like more like suddenly now they're working together and like they're acknowledging you know like Ollie wishes he was a bit more like that kid and that kid wishes he was a little bit more like Ollie in certain ways. And like um, the way they did it was just very deft and like real. And there's like plenty of action, like really great action sequences in it as well. Um, But like a a really great job of like, um, I don't know, like kind of stripping down the story and like making it very relatable and making it very but still it's still a superhero story right like ollie makes his own he's like an incredible marksman right that's why his dad takes him hunting but he doesn't want to shoot anything right and he makes his own bow and arrow out of things he finds on the island and he does really cool stuff with the bow and arrow you know like so there's that's in there right but it's just like woven in with like a very human story that i think is done really well is this <laughs> canon with the CW series? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> but like, just like the the Krypton book we read, where it was like, yeah, this is pretty well done. Like, it's like an intriguing way of handling these characters. Yeah, I saw the uh, second volume of that book is out. Mm-hmm. It's available. On Hoop. I haven't gotten to it yet, but yeah. um, yeah, it's I mean, in, it, it it's sort of interesting, like these characters were made for kids originally and then they got to the point where kids aren't interested in them. So now (laughs) we have to make new versions that our kids maybe could be interested in that are, you know, teenage versions of it. What's wrong with kids today? They can't identify with a 27 year old superhero. What the hell? When you think about it, like a lot of superheroes are just always adults, right? You know, like they're never a child, like, you know, Sure, like Batman, you know, his parents are killed when he's an adult. But most of the time within those stories, you like skip like 20 years and whatever mm-hmm. happens in there. And then he comes back, you know, like, yeah, uh, you know, like, yeah, Green Arrow is this wealthy guy who crashes on an island. And like, as far as you know, he's always an adult for all time. You know, Spider-Man probably subverted that a little bit at first, you know, where it's kind of like he's like, he's a kid. Like, and mm-hmm. he's, you know, not that much older than Ollie is in this story, but sort of like reframing the Oliver Queen story is like happening to a kid is just 
an interesting and very readable book, just like the Krypton book. Just nice. like, oh, it's have like you, a pleasant read. Have you seen uh, Spider-Man No Way Home yet? No, I haven't. It's it kind of plays on that idea. I won't spoil anything, but it kind of plays on the you know different stages of of life for superheroes. So, mm-hmm. superheroes, super. Did your kid uh, enjoy it? Yeah, you did. said you'd a lot. You'd read yeah. It. yeah, he liked a nice. lot. He's also really into. Um, I think he's in the next room watching um, the '90s X Men. He's on season <laughs> two, episode five. Uh, yeah, he's just like flying, flying through them. It's coming back, right? They're, they're bringing yeah. that, that they're bringing back, back. Same animation yeah. style. I I don't know. I, I, don't know. I hope yeah. it's better. If it's honestly the animation, it's not good. Oh, it's terrible. It's not good. It's, it's terrible. It's bad. Yeah, you think of it but nostalgically, he's... and then you go back and watch it, and it's like, wow, this is not good. <laughs> this is well done. You could do much better these days. But yeah, I mean, just he's he loves it. Nice. Just, like devouring episodes entire generation of people that's their x-men like my wife this that's is, that's her x-men yeah i mean it's just it's young enough it's like appropriate for a kid but it's just like a hint enough of like adult ish story you know where like it's like kind of the perfect thing for a kid that age is like you know it's kid stuff but it's like a little bit elevated you know, yeah. kind of, so you kind of feel like you're watching, you know, something. You you're know, not completely wasting your life. Yeah. <laughs> Eating know, or, dirt. Yeah. yeah. Or I mean, it's that, just that like was, a little that bit. Was, that was kind of the draw of the series. You know, it's Claremont and Byrne made it. We we didn't, you know, I, we wouldn't have referred to it at the time, but they made it into a freaking soap opera. And we as yeah, kids very... fell in love with the soap opera part of of that yeah. book and the, ah, and the animated series has you know who came up with that that what? idea that it was a soap opera i don't i still totally i don't soap know opera ah eh, bullshit soap operas are terrible there's uh, soap operas have, you, are have, fucking you re- awful. have you read those you know early yeah, 80s? at the time they were better than fucking soap operas they weren't yeah. they weren't nearly as i it's don't know i mean they, nah, i don't agree yeah i don't i disagree sir I disagree. There were the whole, no uh, the whole Gene and Scott and Logan thing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh no! <sighs> Argument. Argument. So anything with a Argument. with a with a love triangle is a soap opera. Well, I guess. Is like, why isn't the Fantastic Four a soap opera? Yeah. How come? How come Spider Man isn't a soap opera then? Yeah. Oh, Spider Man definitely has some soap opera going on. This yeah. long running serial based around yeah these. You know, love interests and relationships of these people. It just happened that, uh, yeah, they had superpowers. The X Men are also blessed just with like cool looking characters. You know, mm-hmm. like we talked about, like Wolverine looks rad. Yeah. That's why kids like Wolverine. Like, it's like, ah, oh, he's got claws. That's cool. You just know, like, stick. yeah, totally. It's just like, that's like 80% of it is like, oh, that looks rad. I won't watch. I won't watch that. Yeah. It's like we were Paul talking Smith, about the pun- well. We were talking about the Punisher. Same thing, right? Yeah, that looks cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was just watching the episode where it's all like the backstory on how Logan became Wolverine, and it features like Alpha Flight, and he's just very, he's like enraptured by it. Alpha Flight. I loved Alpha Flight. That was one of my favorite books. I I think I liked Alpha Flight. When it came out, more than I liked the X Men mm-hmm. at that mm. time, 
I, I, that was one of my favorite books. Yeah. Had that, I mean, new, it was just a new car smell. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was just an X-Men kind of rip off, but there was something about them being Canadian. I don't know why I enjoyed that so much. <laughs> it's different. Yeah. It's just like, ah, oh, okay, they're Canadian. Ooh, Canadian. How exotic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. What is yeah, they had to fly a jet to get to New York. It's right. Yeah. And Puck. Like, oh, oh, my God. Puck was a cooker. Is Puck still around? Uh, yeah, he's uh, with Gamma Flight. The of course the Hulk ish, uh, I don't know. It's it's the remnants of Alpha Flight. They're now Gamma Flight. Is Box still a thing? Box. I was like oh, the big robot. robot. I was like oh, Box. The, well, the, he wasn't a, so. wasn't a robot. He was uh he was a like a, mandroid. It, well, it was a, it was like a <laughs> he was mind synced with a with a person. So it was like a um yeah yeah he was it was your classic mind sink yeah (laughs) human robot yeah yeah you know (laughs) you know how it is well i read a uh a a book i really enjoyed because it was very much uh you could have basically picked this book up in like 1987 i think uh you know and and it would have it would fit in it was world uh superman batman world's finest number one uh, by Mark Wade and Dan Mora, who I've become a big fan of Dan Mora's art. Mm. Um, and it's, uh, I mean, it is set in Metropolis in the not too distant past, as it is called, but it's it's obviously, you know, a different era of Superman, Batman. This is This is just Mark Wade going back to his roots and kind of writing a straight up, uh, it, you know, it's not even, it's not even like a nostalgic comic. It's just, this is, this is it's world's finest. It's world's finest. I mean, this is, you know, in the past, so anything can kind of happen, but it, but it's very much uh, of that era. It fits in perfectly, you know, like, and, and it doesn't even do it in a cute way or a clever way. It, I mean, it is like, oh, this was written 25 years ago. And I loved it. I, yeah. I enjoy it. I mean, it looked great. Um, I mean, it's a little newer. I mean, obviously, I think dialogue-wise, it was much better yeah, than yeah. something that you would pick up then, art-wise, you know. But just in, in the sense of, like, it is a, it, it's just a Superman, Batman. It's Batman and Robin. Batman's in the blue and gray costume with the yellow symbol. Nice. Robin, I'm assuming, is Dick Grayson. Uh, it seems like it's Dick Grayson. Um, and And Clark is, you know, Superman. And um it's it's this really awesome story about some shadowy figure uh sends poison ivy and metallo to metropolis to fuck with superman and they inject him with some red kryptonite and he goes all bonkers and so batman's trying to stop him from ruining the city and then the doom patrol show up which is fuck and it's like old school doom patrol it's just it's yeah and it's i mean it's a throwback it's but it was really well done and i really really enjoyed it and it was it was fun to uh to read uh you know from beginning and it was just it was just a straight up you know superhero comic nothing nothing super clever nothing you know hidden in it no subversiveness no playing with tropes it was just nope here you go this is there's superman batman some rogues some villains a shadowy figure who's sort of we don't know who it is um some red fucking kryptonite some red fucking kryptonite and yeah (laughs) it was it was just uh 
uh it was nice. great it was and a couple of flashbacks <laughs> and some cool art yeah i mean it, it was just uh it was really a, a fun and it's an ongoing series so nice for old old fogies like us mm -hmm. i think yeah. um thank you mark wade yeah exactly it's just like oh yeah didn't wade take on uh didn't he relaunch uh brave in the bold with what george perez yeah. like yeah. five eight years ago eight ten years yeah, ago. I think so, it's, yeah. been, it's yeah. been a while ago that was that yeah. relaunch was awesome I, I have a feeling a lot like this i don't remember it off the top of my head but yeah i'm sure you know it's it's mark wade he's he's older he's 20 years older than us yes he is <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he's you uber failed right and he's still writing comics yeah good comics too he's still doing it baby it was fun. Robin was really good in it. Like it was, it was old school, just sort of fun, quipping. You know, Robin. Uh, yeah, Doom Patrol. Seeing Doom Patrol was awesome, and and it was just the three of them. It was just Cliff Steele yeah. and Rita and and Larry and and uh, yeah. It was. I don't know. It was just a nice sort of like oh. I remember all these guys. I remember you know. I remember when I liked when I liked uh, these comics. Um, so yeah, yeah kind of oh, cool. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, I, they, see, this stuff can still work. I don't know if anyone, you know, under the age of 40 would like this or not, but I don't see why not. I mean, it's there's nothing in it. Um, you know, it's just a it's just a good straight up fun superhero comics, comic. Man. Yeah, it's just yeah. a fun superhero comic. Uh, um, there's one that that fell into that category that I think we all enjoyed the first issue. Second issue out now. We're going to talk about it. Uh, She-Hulk. Uh, the, the first, the first, the first the issue felt very much like that throwback, just kind of like 1980s She-Hulk comic. Um, and the second issue. Um, uh, should we uh, spoilers for who comes back? I think it's I think he's on the cover, right? Uh, I don't know. Is he? Well, I'm gonna spoil She Hulk number two. Sorry. Uh, uh, no, uh, so, no uh, he's not on the cover. Yeah, he's he's on every page. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jack of Just Hearts. A, yeah, Jack of Hearts is back. It's not like uh, you know, it's Jack of Hearts. Who gives Jack, a shit? Oh like, God, yeah, 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 right. yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Jack of Hearts is back, and I didn't know the whole history between Jack of Hearts and and Jennifer Walters or, or She-Hulk that he kind of does the like energy vampire thing on her when he's around her by accident. He can't really control it, so they uh, they're a dangerous pair to have around. But uh, but she's there to kind of help him and and you know, getting back on his feet kind of thing. So yeah, I mean it was. It was okay. It wasn't as enjoyable as the first issue. It kind of felt mm. like they're trying to bridge to something. So, you know, yeah, it wasn't as as entertaining. It was. It was. You know, uh, it still looked great, and it was. Yeah. It was a solid comic. But yeah, the first issue was really entertaining. This one was a little bit more like, okay, we gotta we gotta kind of cram some stuff in here. You know, we got to kind of tell you what's going on and, and sort of set some stuff up moving forward. So it was a little mm -hmm. bit of that. But yeah, I had forgotten about the whole Jack of Hearts thing until that sort of they kind of went back and, and referenced that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that it was the Avengers. Yeah. Was that like book. Jason Aaron's run, maybe? It's, oh, no, it was long wait, before that. I, I think. guess. Yeah. Jack of Hearts. Is it was when Jack of Hearts 
Yeah, he's been yeah. De- dead for a while now, right? Am I? Was it West Coast Avengers? Shit, I don't know. Could have been. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I do remember that storyline, and that led to him dying essentially. Uh, but I can't remember exactly what uh, what it was, but or if it was West Coast Avengers or the regular Avengers. But yeah, it was before Aaron. Yeah. Well, he's still writing goddamn Avengers. Is he? And it's yeah, he's right. And I happened to read the latest issue, and it was like I felt very much like Tom. You were talking about a while back of like jumping into X Men books sometimes, and it's like, what is going on here? What? Who are all these people? What? <laughs> yeah, the Avengers is like I don't even know who half of them are. I you know, and they're doing all such sorts of crazy stuff. And Jason Aaron's just sort of uh, he just. It, I don't know. He's just being a little wacky in in his stuff now. He's just sort of like, I'm gonna just do all sorts of crazy shit. Uh, Fuck it. But it, damn. <laughs> yeah. Here's a bunch of characters. I don't know who they are. You don't know who they are. No one knows. No, no one, one knows. knows. Jackhart's a cool looking character. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know, you know, where this is gonna go, but yeah, it was kind of interesting that for him to be back, and uh, you know, we'll see where where that goes. I guess, but. It's great looking book. This is a really She-Hulk is a really terrific looking book. Mm-hmm. Rose Roger Antonio. Yeah. Draws uh, a good, just draws a really good uh big green woman. <laughs> yeah. In a robe. Yeah. She's in a It's kind of a prerequisite robe. for the book, but Yeah. You got to draw you got to be able to draw Can you draw a big giant green woman? Yes, you're hired. <laughs> yeah. You got it. Done. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm liking all like these. I don't want to call them like you know second tier books, but um, there's a lot of fun stuff that can happen with those. Um, Tom, you read Sabretooth number two last week. We talked about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I finally got around to it. That's a neat little twist that they put on that. Yeah, I, it's a, kind of the, a little bit of a Matrix thing going on. Mm. Yeah, I, I read it as well, and like you said, it was nice that they kind of. I was glad they got past the whole devil in hell thing a bit and uh, and just, you know, went back to sort of the idea of like, what is prison? And because and mm-hmm. I, I think that's a fascinating sort of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was good. Yeah. Sabretooth number two, it, it, was, it definitely brought me back to like, OK, I, I want to see where this goes now. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, OK, like, yeah. it's not the thing that I was afraid like oh god now it's just Sabretooth the devil mm-hmm. <laughs> well now it's Sabretooth with a bunch of disposable characters gee I yeah. wonder what's going to happen here <laughs> well they're not I mean yeah it's going to be interesting be to see like bath. how do we get out of how do we get out of this how do we get I like, I like it's sort of like a little bit of a dirty dozen kind of yeah. thing of like alright let's get the hell you know we're a bunch of misfits we're a bunch of prisoners Let's get the hell out of here, or the great escape, or something. Yeah. It's like the great escape from Karoka. What do you? How do you say? Krakoa. Sorry. Uh, we have a comment here. I wanted to bring up. Raj Patel said, "If you're reading Reckoning War, it gives a minor spoiler for the She-Hulk book." Um, I didn't read. I didn't read Reckoning War. I read Fantastic Four, Reckoning War, The Trial of the Watcher, by Dan Slott. With the art watchers by... on trial. The what? watchers on trial. Yeah, no, uh, and it was make any sense? No, it actually did. Uh, okay. it, it, it was it was kind of fun. Well, first of all, Javier Rodriguez is is an awesome 
Marvel, like retro Marvel comic book artist. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's retro just enough, but it's also just like super stylized and fun comic art. But when he draws like these old characters, it, it has such a cool, like, just it it really exudes that sort of 60s era marvel you know what i mean like just Mm kind of crazy and zany and but the book was fun because it's basically (laughs) it opens up with like a bunch of watchers carrying uatu uh, like to a chair to strap him down in it and he's like no no you can't we have to the reckoning is back we have to stop we have to stop them and they're like no you've done enough all you do is is meddle with shit man you got to stop this so his dad straps him into this chair and basically uatu has a dad like, yes, apparently. Okay. And um, they they strap him to this chair and they like, uh, um, what's the movie? Uh, Orange. Uh, God, uh, Orange. Uh, uh, what do you call um, it? Oh, uh, <laughs> God damn it. Clockwork Orange. <laughs> Clockwork, Clockwork Orange. The Clockwork Orange is open, his eyes open and make him watch um, an alternate history, basically, a what if. And that was sort of the whole thing. It was like, his dad's like, you know, all the times that you get involved in things, it's always what if, what if, what if. And, I, you know, you, you're always creating these or, or see, watching these what if moments. Well, I'm going to make you watch what if you didn't get involved. And so it's basically a retelling of the Fantastic Four when Galactus comes. But it's what if Uatu never helped Reed Richards mm-hmm. stop Galactus. And it's this really fun and, and kind of dark. It gets a little dark at some point, but it's mostly fun. Did they put uh, drops of LSD in his eyes whenever they stabbed him? <laughs> no, they didn't. Oh. They didn't show that part. No. Uh, okay. Just that ask was, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, considering uh, the art, it, it's it's a bit hallucinogenic. Nice. Um, but really cool. Fantastic it was it was really for Reckoning War. Yeah, I guess this is. I don't even know what Reckoning War is, to be honest. I have no idea. I guess it's kind of like a Fantastic Four event is yeah. going on right now. Do you kind of like the um, little mini events that they're doing? It's, you know, they're not the universe spanning. It's like Devil's Reign. I read, I've, I've read probably half of Devil's Reign and it's okay. Yeah, I don't mind. I mean, you know, to me, like this, I think is mostly in, you know, inside the Fantastic Four book. So it's like mm-hmm. sort of an event, but it's it's you know some spinoff books like this. But then I think like this goes right to the next issue of Fantastic Four, I guess. Okay. So I think you know that's kind of cool, and yeah, I don't know this this got me interested. Like this book, this particular got book got me interested to read the Fantastic Four Reckoning more. Now I don't I don't even know what it was. I just happened to to read this mm-hmm. book because of, of the Watcher on trial. When was the last it was time like, you were excited to read a Fantastic Four book? It's been a while for sure, but I'm kind of getting back into like, there's something about the fantastic four again that I'm interested in. Like, and I think Marvel is starting to sort of, uh, you know, put good people on those characters and, and sort of understand like going back to the origin of them and, and making them a little simpler. And Mm -hmm. uh, I kind of like it now that they're back you know that that so yeah i'm i'm kind of interested but this book was was pretty fun um you know to see sort of a what if the watcher didn't help with galactus and silver and it had silver surfer in it and and you know um the fantastic 4 and yeah it was it was it was cool it was it was uh spoiler alert uh they did still stop galactus what? But, uh, yeah but it was it was without 
Uatu's help. He was. Uh, Sometimes you just got to let those kids go out and make their own way in the world, do it, man. <laughs> do it. Do it on their own. Yeah. Yeah, I'm cool. intrigued. I, I kind of want to read this Reckoning War. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, this issue for sure was fun and worth worth re- reading. Like it was, it was a fun, and the the art is just fantastic. Yeah. Um. But now, I, yeah, I kind of want to want to check out the rest of uh, of this mini event or whatever it is. I don't even know what it is. I have no idea. Yeah. But you got you got me, Marvel. You got <laughs> me with with this book. So you bastards. I, I I have a soft spot for the Fantastic Four, so it doesn't take much to get me intrigued to give it a shot for a little while yeah i'm kind of the same way i I, i've always had a i've always really wanted to like the fantastic four um but it's been a while since i have i just want them to go out in space for like a year see i don't like i don't i don't want to do lost in space space. uh, with fantastic with the fantastic four right they've done that though i don't know i don't know i always feel like the Fantastic Four almost needs like, uh, like uh, what Grant Morrison did with the X Men, you know, where someone needs to come in and just kind of like, fucking, switch it all up, and like you know, like I don't know, do something or just like remind people that you can do, what you can do with the characters, you know, like, mm-hmm. because they're always sort of like pin. We've talked about this before. It's always like pinballing, you know, like. The Fantastic Four, you need like the family arguing part, but also <clears throat> you need like the wild ass science fiction stuff is the other half of the equation, yeah. right? Like that's the that's that's why that's what made it like work is yeah. like you had the combination of those things. It's not just like this is a family that argues, you know, like you also need like or uh, m- or, the m- or just the big idea stuff like you need galactus yeah or it's like it's that they're arguing while galactus is coming or like we're in the negative zone and now we're (laughs) you know like yeah or danny mcbride writes the fantastic four and they're really horrible family that hate one another (laughs) yeah i'd read it and it's like you kind of gotta find that combination like that's kind of like the sweet spot is when you can get both of those things. Well, I remember being excited when, when Hickman uh, took it over to write, and this has been shit, I don't know, forever Years, ago. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's what was missing is that he had the big idea stuff, but it's like, he doesn't do like interpersonal human beings. He doesn't do like human interaction, <laughs> like really emotion well. in any way. Yeah. And, th- and that's okay. <laughs> that's his style. You know, he does big idea stuff which I love, but yeah, he's not, you know, I'm never going to think of him as like a, you know, a fuzzy kind of writer. (laughs) No. Right. And so agreed. And I love, I love him, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's like, he's, he's very, uh, I don't know, analytical with his, with his writing to some degree. That's always why I thought his new mutants was interesting because, uh, he did write characters interacting in like, I don't know. Maybe he loved New Mutants, so like he's right. able to tap into that of like, oh, you know, like Sunspot and Cannonball are friends, you know, and like here's like how they interact with each other. It was much more playful and like more about the characters interacting and less about like big idea like style things. It was much looser 
approach, mm-hmm. which I like. Loosen up that. a little. Loosen up a little. Yeah, just a little. Johnny. I mean, especially in context of that, what he did with the X-Men, right? Where he did his own thing where, yeah, like Morrison-esque and like right. just like completely alter like what. The DNA. Uh, yeah, the DNA of it and yeah. be like, actually, no, it's this. Like now you have, I mean, and it's led to X-Men stories that I really enjoy. And I do mm-hmm. enjoy like this sort of, that much similar to like how I enjoyed a lot of stuff after Morrison on X-Men too, because like he kind of reset things in a way that like was intriguing. Like now there's, you know, you can still harken back to the stuff in the past, but now there's like new ways of like, playing with the toys and like mm-hmm. now apocalypse you know like actually you know we've had apocalypse as a bad guy for a long time what if we have apocalypse as like a pretty suspicious good guy quite sure about not but, quite sure uh, you're always waiting like is this where he's gonna turn back you know like yeah the, there's an interesting tension in that of like bringing all the mutants together and like there's a bunch of them that you're waiting for them to turn bad and maybe they won't like maybe he, you know, has as reformed as much as he's gonna ever reform, and like the the tension's interesting because you're like, boop, tricked you, know, you, he's bad. Yeah, or like, <laughs> yeah. So they they can do that when it comes up, or maybe not. Maybe that that is just like this is what this character is now for a while. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's interesting. I always like that with Young Avengers. Whenever you spoilers, uh, when you find out that uh, Iron was it Iron Lad wasn't the the younger iron man oh was, yeah, yeah was actually kang and yeah. and he that was his big thing is that he was wrestling wrestling with himself because he was aware that at some point he was going to become a bad guy yeah I'm, right i'm gonna be a bad person yeah. i'm gonna yeah. be a bad guy i'm going to be say a hello guy. to the bad guy say, oh. say goodbye to razor ramon the little guy pour one out R.I.P. Rest in power, Razor. Rest in Razor. One yeah. of the one of the Scott Hall, one of the great uh, wrestling oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. icons, unfortunately passed away this week. Yeah. I had to, I had to get a little bad guy. Basically, Tony yeah. Montana. Yeah. The, the Tony Montana of wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> That's an era I oh. missed out on. <clears throat> yeah, you you're not. Uh, yeah. The not extreme. The Generation X, the, ge- the what was? <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know, like Ultimate Warrior. You know, I was kind of tapped out about that time. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It I, was fi- basically- I find the documentaries about wrestling more interesting <clears throat> than the actual wrestling. I, I can see that. There's yeah. some. There's some very dark and sad stories mm-hmm. in yeah. wrestling. I'm <laughs> waiting for the inevitable moment where my son gets into wrestling for like six months. That was happened. That happened to my son. Like he got into wrestling for a couple of years when he was probably eleven or yeah, something well, like that. Yeah. And and by the time he was thirteen, and once he realized that it was spoilers, not real fighting. Wait, what? Uh, well, yeah, and sorry, it's scripted. It's yeah, it's, it's scripted, scripted. Entertainment. It's sports entertainment. Sport, yes. Once he realized that it was sports entertainment. Then he was no he longer interested. The, yeah, lost all its all its. Uh, yeah. But I think I mean, he might come back to it at some point when he when he starts to appreciate the theatrics of it. Maybe he will yeah, come back yeah, to yeah. it. You know, the Macho I Man mean, Randy Savage documentary is pretty amazing. Ooh yeah, yeah. Macho, Macho Man was one of my favorites. He was a, he was a, his album his his, his rap album. album. 
Yeah. <laughs> they go into that big time. And it yeah, was a song really about terrible. Mr. Perfect. It's pretty touching. It's pretty touching. <laughs> I believe you it's called my perfect, my perfect Friend. My Perfect Friend. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, you it's know. It's ridiculous, but also. Greg, so Greg Porter is lost on what day it is. It's Wednesday, Greg. Wednesday, Greg. It's not Tuesday. It's he Wednesday. still has, he, yeah, Chris still has theater nights with his wife. He's yeah. still, you know. I think that ends in April. <laughs> Have you seen anything good? Have you seen, yeah. no, nothing, nothing worth a shit. No. No, well. Oh, no. well, it was all worth it, though. Yeah. Milwaukee um, theater. Milwaukee the Milwaukee reps usually wonderful. It. It's just I think that I think that a lot of the theater companies are kind of easing back into it, and yeah, a little rusty, a little rusty, quite honest. I, you know, I have I've had as we go around theater, I've had a lot of really inter- <laughs> interesting Chicago theater experiences. Like, mm-hmm. God, I went, we went to, I walked out of a, we walked out of a plate intermission. Um. I forget what it was called, it, and I forgot what theater it was at. But it got to the intermission, and I was like, "Should we just like go get dinner?" <laughs> like, it was really thrilling, huh? It yeah. was well. Also, it's also <laughs> funny because, like, you know, I'm sure this is true in Milwaukee too. So much of like the theater crowd are like your season subscribers. Yes, are fucking old, <laughs> like oxygen tank old, yeah. and like. We were watching. We we've seen some really great plays. We had um, a subscription to The Good Men for like a couple of years, and nice. we saw you know some really great stuff there. And what we were was we were watching this play, and like two women kiss in it, right? And it's like not the point. It's just like two women who are married, right? Like it's not a big deal within the story. It's just something that happens when they kiss this oh. woman with a yeah, with a, oh. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> Like the murmur in the crowd oh, from like oh, it's oh, like harumph, I'm harumph. not like a super young guy, and when I'm at the theater and I'm like, oh shit, I am the youngest person. You feel here. good about yourself. You feel you feel <laughs> by, vibrant by like 15 years, like easily mm-hmm. the youngest person at the theater. Like two women kiss and you're just like, oh, oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> it was, my wife and I still did. We saw a play once where um a stagehand broke their leg backstage oh, no. it was like part of the um part of the play was like the um the changing of the scenes was like it was sort of like on a almost like a lazy susan type thing where like mm. the stage would rotate and something broke and like in between scenes someone was like screaming off stage and we thought it was part i think people <gasps> in the audience thought it was part of the play right because it's not a famous play like wow this really happening. sets the mood yeah and, it, and then it was apparent that like it wasn't part of the play because the actors oh, on stage God, looked stop. yeah it was someone's like screaming like my leg you know it was like and like oh they jesus please god <laughs> yeah. help me and the actors on stage oh this guy's like, really good he's really into this that this, wow. this sounds really hurt and the actors on stage are like freaked out and then they we they gave us they had to stop the show the show did not go on like wow break a screamed. break a leg yeah, break the leg. it was he literal did. he literally broke a leg and then ambulance had to come and like they had to stop the show because the thing broke right it was like you can't like oh. god damn it Dave. you're always, you're always so literal <laughs> yeah i saw a great play a couple years back it was it was um 
small little tiny theater in Chicago. I can't remember the name of it, but it was a it was um kind of a spoof on Stranger Things. Oh, and nice. I mean there was no money. Uh I mean it, it wasn't even a stage. It was like a it was just like a floor, but there were theater seats. And it was great. They did a phenomenal job yeah. of like using, you know, cardboard boxes and blankets and just like scooters and just like whatever they could, you know, cheaply get their hands on to sort of, you know, give you the feeling of yeah. of kids running around, you know, doing stranger things. And it was hilarious. It was it was a great little play. I um, saw I saw a Shakespeare play that's like one of Shakespeare's lesser works. I forgot what it was called. <laughs> and oh, it sucked. Like, Shakespeare. He like this is he just was like, oh, okay, whatever, done with this one. Like I no need for a second draft. I think I nailed it on this first one. Nice. There's a there's a Shakespeare uh uh troop up here that uh, I forget what it's called, but uh, basically one person in the cast um, has to um, drink copious amounts of alcohol throughout the production. Um, Chris volunteered for that no, role. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and uh, it's the other cast members that basically kind of like, you know, will feed this person shots. And I forget which one we saw, but but watching someone get absolutely shit housed and trying to keep up with Shakespearean dialogue is worth the price of admission. I found. Sounds like a drunk history a bit. It was kind of drunk. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. drunk Shakespeare. Yeah, kind of. It was great. Uh, you guys want, uh, I got an email. Yeah. If you want to, we want uh, emails. All right. This is from Steve. He said, uh, I also read the new Punisher, huge fan with four long boxes of Punisher comics. And I'm all about, fuck the bad police i'm hoping the punisher and the black hand start doing away with fascist leaders that are corrupt like those bless the war militia twats maybe abusive cops also just my opinion and wishes <laughs> great show by the way uh new listener steve uh dust circle I mean, uh, that'd be yeah. a bold move. Uh, Marvel says having the Punisher executing police officers. I don't, I don't see that one happening, Steve. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, oh, well, God. Military Chris here. Yeah, yeah, tactical, Chris. <laughs> tactical Chris. Tactical Chris. Tactical Chris would have some things to say about that. Yeah, he would. Uh, Punisher's Punisher. killing our freedoms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't... I love emails. How can people email us? They can send us an email at info to roncomics.com. Uh, you know, it's pretty easy. If you don't know how to use email, um, I don't think I can help you at this point. <laughs> yeah, you could send us a letter. You could Here's... pigeon, pigeon, you know, uh, smoke signals, letter. Western Union Telegram. I don't, I don't, I... I, I don't oh, know oh. Morse code, but I could probably look it up. Um, what did what did you um, just say, Tom? Uh, <laughs> that's funny. You you guys are going to start communicating. You're going to start talking about things around. We're going to start talking about you uh, in Morse code, right? Uh, oh, here it is. All right, I'm. We didn't mention last week that we do have a uh, a trade talks uh, coming up here in what a couple weeks? Yeah. A couple weeks? Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah, play sure. the stinger. Two. Oh God, I'm not oh, ready for man. that. I wasn't Jeez. prepared. I'm on a whole different plage, goddamn. This is our talk. There you go. Boom, boom. Yeah. Boom. Trade talks. Um, which 
it was what Tom's pick as suggested by Sal. Is that what yeah. it was? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 What did I? What was it? It was War of the Bounty Hunters, yeah, right? Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. I forgot to change it on all the pages. I haven't had a chance. I'm completely slacking on everything. That's okay. Yeah, me too. That's okay. It's a uh, Charles a lot Soul of work. and uh, McNiven, uh, but they don't do the whole thing. They're just like the first issue. What? Yeah. Those sons it's of just bitches. The first issue, man. It's all they could afford. Yeah, we'll it's talk about McNiven. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. Trade talks. What else? What else is going on in the world of comics? Anything um, exciting? News. New. Nothing. I got. I did not. I. I started working on it, and I was just not in any mood to write stupid jokes. So I just. I'm like. I'm not doing it. I'm not even going to try. Yeah. Nothing too exciting, and it's hard sometimes. There's not like comic book news is the worst kind of like, yeah. you know, it's either gossip, I, I, it's like or a press, bunch of press release, like yeah, press release dumps of stuff that's like probably not going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. lot of yeah, it's terrible. It's just like, okay, it's I was like, I was looking for like people, you know, I'm always looking for like people outraged at stuff and and that kind of thing, you know, because I I think that's the funniest stuff to me of like oh, when outrage. people are re- really upset about something that's happening in a comic book you know but nothing uh i'm trying to think what was let's see i i can pull up some dun, 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 dun. greg juck uh greg Jucka. greg rucka is joining ed brubaker on the um gotham tv show really so yeah, there's the, the, uh, our Cape Crusaders TV show, whatever. Okay, I don't like, even know what it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, Gotham is <clears throat> since it's going to be Batman the Cape Crusader. Oh, we lost yeah, Tom. We lost Tom. Tom just feel, disappeared on us. I feel split. Yeah, I'll fix it here in a sec. Um, what was the what was the Gotham the Gotham oh, PD book that Rucka and Brubaker? Gotham did? Central. Gotham Central. Yes. Yeah. Which this actually, is called uh, Batman Cape Crusader. It's coming out next year, and it's uh, it's basically a bruce tim gotham com or uh or, what do you call oh, it it's cartoon cartoon yeah oh. and animated series but it's ruckin and uh brubaker are gonna nice. be back together again yeah how about that yeah, you're gonna you're like gonna that. see a lot of Ren- renee montoya yeah <laughs> yeah that's for sure uh yeah there wasn't anything too uh too exciting this week in in comic book news I know that I finished uh, Peacemaker. Oh yeah, what'd yeah. you what'd you think? Are you are you? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I really enjoyed Peacemaker. That that was a fun. That was one of the most fun comic book stupid yeah. things that's yeah. come out in a while. I you think. can sit in with us on Sunday and tell us all about it, Tom. I have too too precious my Sunday, especially now that the weather's getting nice, right? Yeah, it's like I don't give. Six o'clock. The sun's still out. It's yeah, gonna be still out at six o'clock. You guys still gonna talk about you're gonna get on the computer and talk about TV. <laughs> We're nerds, man. When it's beautiful. I don't know. We're we'll nerds. see. We're nerds. We'll see. It's got a bunch of nerds. Mm-hmm. Like do it outside at least. I don't know, man. Get some sun. Might have to do it, you know. Touch grass, guys. Oh. Get outside, touch some grass. Touch grass. <laughs> Listen, there's nothing outside that I want anything to do with. You know, there's just it's just yeah. a bunch of asshole people and Sucks. viruses and you know. Yeah. 
Outside's yeah. it's overrated. Outside's coyotes and <laughs> coyotes. shit. Yeah. We have turkeys here in Tosa. Well, shoot those. They're the, they're the Tosa turkeys. Big controversy about that. Oh they, why uh, did I ask? Well, why did I ask? Why did? Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me tell you. Yeah, <laughs> no, people were fucking people were feeding them. And then whenever they started getting aggressive, if you didn't give them food, people started kicking the face out. Oh, because and well, then they started yeah. fucking attacking people outside of That's, the Metro Mart. What's a turkey going to do to you? It's kind of fucking will, mean, man. I will fucking it's punk a lar- a It's a large animal, Sal. No, it's not. It's a large animal. No, I am a large animal. You, a fucking turkey yeah. is not a large animal. I will fucking oh, punt fucking, a turkey. Fucking beaks, man. No, I'll kick the head yeah. off a turkey. <laughs> fucking just yeah. I, but but your average sixty-year-old woman <laughs> walking out of the Metro Mart. Well, listen. Right? If you get to the point in life where you can't handle a turkey, then <laughs> I guess yeah. that's just God's way of saying your time is done on this planet. <laughs> And the turkeys can take you Pack out. it in. Yeah. Pack it in, old lady. Hey, yeah. come train jujitsu. You won't fear a turkey. You know? Uh, all right. Um, yeah. Turkeys. I, is that, are we good? Is that another another week in the books? Uh, yeah, we still got like six minutes. I don't know. We got to stretch here somehow. We can't, we can't short people hey, six minutes, can we? Talking about fucking turkeys, man. I guess we're at the end. That's the sign. Yeah. That's about the sign we're at the end. I can give you turkey, my sometimes. You just, give me my briar yeah. recap. Uh, no. You're what? It's the Canadian men's curling championships. Don't. Oh. Don't. Don't, <laughs> ask. don't. Yeah. Don't ask Tom. Once again, we have to understand. We have to know not to ask. <laughs> a briar? It's been. It's, it's, is that like a briar patch? Briar. It's been called the briar forever. So cool. Yeah. It's just yeah. goes like Alpha Flight. <laughs> Briar Flight? Briar the right. Briar Flight. All right. We're done. Puck, we're, was there ever an issue where Puck was curling with like Wendigo? <laughs> that would be awesome. Really? Well, Sasquatch. Who is the best curler on that on Alpha Flight? I would definitely um, put Sasquatch in the on the front. Whoever end. has the most free time. Yes. Best. Would be- yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. The most. We're not. It would be shaman. It would because he just sat around. Yeah. And Poor. He was very, shaman. you know, <laughs> contemplative. Yeah. He was a thinker. Yeah, you know, sweet pouch. M- meditated. Uh, I always loved that. His power was a fucking pouch. A but wasn't he, a, he was a mutant. How was his power a pouch? He wasn't a mutant. He was. He a, wasn't. I don't think. Sh- no, shaman wasn't a mutant. He was a. He was a. He was a. Uh, he was a shaman. He was a shaman, and he, he grabbed shit out of his out of his pouch. This this is what I never understood about Alpha Flight is you had uh, what was his name, the Canadian? What was They're the fucking all Canadian the, dude? No, I know, but the main leader guy, what was it? Guardian. What, yeah, Guardian. Yeah, Hudson. James McDonald he, Hudson. He essentially had the same powers as Iron Man, but his suit was skin tight, mm-hmm. and it's like. Yeah. What the fuck? How come Iron Man couldn't even come close? Like, who <laughs> built that suit? Not James. Iron Man's supposed to... Mac. Yeah, yeah, Mac Hudson built it. Yeah, but he wasn't considered like a genius. But yeah. he obviously microcircuitry was way better for him than. 
Tony you know, Stark. What? Wait, Shaman. Sh- Sh- Shaman is both a, a fully trained medical doctor and a magic wielder who carries a medicine bag which contains a pocket dimension known as the Void. Cool. You can summon all manner of physical and mystical objects and potions from the yeah. bag. You like weren't supposed to look in it, right? It would make you go mad. Don't stare into the is abyss. That, yeah, is that? Is that? Do I recall that correctly? I don't know. It's like a bag of holding. Yeah. You know, it's, it was a bag of holding. Um, you know, it's characters die and come back and die and come back and die. Uh, man, issue 12 of Alpha Flight. I don't know if, if a comic book fan from like a younger fan today can understand how fucking crushing that comic was. Well, you know, it was a soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> it was a soap opera. Yeah. It was. It really was. Uh, it, 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 yeah. Well, you know, I think. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't I know. Still, that last, today page, have the last that. page of that issue is still burned into my brain. I just wonder. I mean, you know, I don't even know. Do kids read comics at all? I mean, are there like a thirteen-year-old still, twelve-year-olds that are like that passionate mm-hmm. about? Any comics? I no. I hope there are, but I don't. Yeah, you know, yeah, know. there might be. There might. There be. has to be some, yeah. right? Yeah, but that last that last page of that issue, it's yeah, I can see it in my my mind's eye right now. That was uh, I love heartbreaking. That it was. Is that <laughs> Mac? Um, all right. Uh, we talked about Patreon, so check that out. Uh, we'll have some ACTV coming up. We've got trade talks in what, like two, three weeks? Uh, Star Wars, the Bounty Hunter Wars. Uh, Tom, you got any Tom versus coming up? Yeah, I my computer broke, so I'm waiting on its repair. Oh. We'll get one. I've also just been lazy and that's tired. okay. It's the end of winter. You know what, guys? It's just hard. You know, it's hard. Life's hard, man. <laughs> Jeez. It's all right, Tom. It's okay. It's, you know. The briar, you got the briar going on. A lot of, a lot of pressure. Big yeah, big goings on. Yeah. yeah, I'm all acting like I have a bunch of energy. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to bed after this because yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's been a week. But we'll be all back. right. But we'll be back next week. We will all new episode of Around Comics. And in the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in and around.